What's up, you guys? My name is Desi. And my name is Kim. And this is How, How We See, see it. it. It's been a day today, you guys. <laughs> yes, it has. But we're going to talk about some good stuff. I'm, like, I'm actually like really excited. Yeah, we're cranking up the spiciness today. Yes, we are. Um, a long time ago... <laughs> was last it year. a long time ago <laughs> last year i don't even remember when but we made an episode about intimacy and all that good stuff and today we're gonna be re-bringing some of that up and we're gonna be talking about like sex positivity and how we grew up and what our parents taught us and our culture this is such a i feel like a topic that i think each couple if you have kids should talk about before um I say that because Taylor and I, um, we just had this conversation not too long ago and I feel like we grew up so differently. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's super important to like, when you bring kids in, like, how are you going to kind of talk about the birds and the bees with them yeah. or, you know, different subjects or like, how are you going to do that within your marriage? So I'm super excited. Me too. And I'm excited to hear what, how you like you grew up and like how Adam grew up and like how that all worked out. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, honestly, I do not remember my parents talking to me about it at all. Like, I literally don't even have a memory of it at all. Do you remember, like, sex education, like, at school? I remember being in sixth grade and they said that we were going to have, like, a puberty lesson. Okay. And it was nothing that I didn't know. And I thought it would be more about, like, how our body's changing sexually, but it it really wasn't. So I really don't think I ever had like that. What about you? Yeah. So I had one and they did like, so I had one in elementary school and that was more based on like periods and like the function of the body of a woman. And, um, the guys had like a separate one. And then I had another one in middle school or high school. I'm not completely sure, but it was more about like sex. Like Mm -hmm. I remember they even them giving us like condoms and stuff and like birth con- like business birth cards control? of like of different places that we can go get birth control with our mm-hmm. parents and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I think it probably was high school. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I never had that. So, so it's Vegas cool. like, though. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, that's kind of cool to see the difference between even the states. Um, I think I kind of knew about sex just because of my story and the way I grew up. Like my parents had me at a young age like how did they have me you know they had sex and just that kind of thing you know and it was always a negative thing you know like don't have kids before you're married or like don't have sex don't 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 so I feel I've always like known it as a negative thing yeah so that was kind of like my situation I feel like so my mom had me young too um she was she was married, but she still had me very young, and I think I don't know if she regrets it, but I I don't know. I feel like everyone wants to enjoy like their honeymoon stage and like their marriage, but um, in my mom's eyes, it was kind of like if you do this, you're gonna get that, or you're going to get pregnant. And I don't know if I think I've told you the story. Maybe I've said it on the podcast, but like. She, I remember her always engraving it in my mind. If you get pregnant, I'm going to send you, I'm, I'm going to drive you, I'm going to be nice enough to drive you to the guy's house and drop you off there. That's the nicest thing I'm going to do, which is super funny. And like, I don't know if 100% if she would have done it. She Maybe she would have, but, um, but it was just like, she showed me like the STDs, like the diseases you can get with like having sex. And so I think it was more like, 
she kind of scared me in some sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny because it's so different with like Taylor. Yeah. How did Taylor grow up? So with Taylor, it was completely different. Like um, his parents kind of talked about it, but kind of like brief, like kind of like a brief conversation and nothing more to it. And so when we talk about it, we just talked about it a t- couple of days ago, like I said, and he said, I wish my parents would have talked to me a little bit more about it. Um, just because I feel like, especially nowadays, we're growing up like my 15-year-old cousin knows about sex, which maybe it's normal. Like, I don't, I can't completely 100% say when I knew about sex, but like, it's just crazy how much the world is changing and how much these kids are getting exposed with like TV and like social media and TikTok and like things you can just find online really quick and just be educated so much about it. So in like within my marriage, I hope that like me and my husband can talk about about it with our kids before someone else tells them because then curiosity and I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how much everything is out there. I feel like the world sees it in a way that it's not. You know, like sex is very sacred and it's very special. And I feel like the world just kind of like throws it around. Like it's it's not that, you know, and I feel like that's exactly what Satan wants. So that's why it is out there. And like there's porn everywhere, you know, especially in Las Vegas on the, on, yeah. know, on the sidewalks and stuff. Like and that. I think that's what like that's what I'm trying to get to is like I rather tell my kids like, hey, this is how you make a baby. And I don't maybe not that blend, but I rather them ask me like, hey, mom, like, how do you do like what is this instead of like them searching it up and then they go into like this tunnel of like darkness of yeah. pornography and then they get sucked into it mm-hmm. and it's just like a mess yes and so i feel like vegas like growing up in vegas you go to the strip and people are passing out those little cards yeah or you see them on the floor you see strip clubs and i mean you're gonna see that anywhere you're yes. gonna see a girl it, like i said it's yeah. all over the literally everywhere in the malls it's yeah everywhere you see it on tiktok like Magazines, you see yeah, yeah everywhere so i don't know i feel like i hope that i can taylor and i can make sex more like a positive thing but also a thing of like sacredness mm-hmm. you do this when you're you're married and this is what if you have questions feel free to ask us but don't be afraid of it in some sense you know mm-hmm so you said that Taylor kind of had like a very brief conversation. Like how did, how was his relationship with his sexuality growing up? <laughs> Taylor's like, cut the cord. <laughs> like, was it positive or was it negative? Like, was it hard for him or was it like a more positive experience because of the way his parents told him? Um, I think... Taylor is the most like angel person I know like on this earth. And so I I hate to say like his life was pretty easy. Like he never had problems like with, and his mom has said this too, because I think we brought it up with them about the sex talk and the birds mm-hmm. and the bees, or whatever. But he like, she never really had to worry. And he was like, you're right. Like you never really had to worry. And that's just like maybe the luck of the draw that like her kid just never did anything bad or never got into things that were bad and so it was pretty like pretty clear you know like Mm -hmm. pretty clear path for him which in that case like great but in most cases that's not like you know the thing and so i don't know (laughs) definitely yeah obviously i know 
all of us, we go through a period of time as we grow up where suddenly we start having like sexual desires and like our body changes as well. Like, do you remember the moment that your <laughs> yeah. body changed? Yeah, I do. I, I was always like in the elementary, like I have a friend that I grew up with, this guy, like he's seen me through elementary, middle school, high school, college, like, and it's just so funny because he'll make fun of me. Like I've completely done a 360. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like had buck teeth. I had like a unibrow. Like mm-hmm. I was uh, super flat. My jeans were always baggy. Mm-hmm. And then like middle school, like came and like my butt just grew and I had one of the biggest butts in middle school and even in high school like I was like bubble butt you know yeah. like mm-hmm. and so I remember like that transition and I never been the one well now I am I like my yoga pants and stuff but back then I was never the one to like wear really tight clothes in middle school I always like my stuff baggy <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a tomboy but yeah in middle school I realized that I was like getting more attention about my body compared to like before. And so it was kind of like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Um, I just kind of want to put a disclaimer out there because I, I can't speak for Kim, but I am going to be like as real as possible in this episode. I'm going to share all that I can. (laughs) (laughs) But have you seen Pen15? No. It's a little bit of a... (laughs) (laughs) It's about these two teenage girls. Like they just got into junior high. And so like their bodies are changing. They're having like emotions and sexual like they're going through all the stuff like Mm -hmm. that's when you that's when your body's changing you know so there's an episode where she feels her body change it literally like i can like remember like what in the heck is going on with my body i can remember like feeling that and it the the way that the episode played it just like i could totally relate with it because she felt pulse yeah the pulse thank you a pulse she felt a pulse and like that is something that our body goes through and it's completely normal. It's completely normal for, and I don't know what it's like for guys, but obviously they have something as well, you know? Yeah, it's funny. Sorry, I'm going to lighten the mood really quick, but it's funny because <laughs> I remember the pulse. Like, yeah. I remember, like, now mm-hmm. that you say that, I remember I, thinking I was pregnant. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny, like, thinking back, I'm like, such a night, like, naive, like, saint of me like i'm pregnant like how did this happen like Mm -hmm. my mom's gonna kill me because you know she always kind of scared me about sex and so yeah i thought the pulsing of my body changing meant that i was like had a heartbeat or something or you know so i would always like touch my stomach i'm like i feel it pulsing (laughs) i never had sex yeah but it's just my our bodies were changing Mm -hmm. and i was listening to an lds um sex therapist so i'm kind of like basing everything i talk about around like what i've learned from her but she says like sometimes we grow up where when we recognize those things we get scared like you know you said your mom scared you or we feel like it's embarrassing or it's not okay like or like satan's taking over our body you know like different things like that because of the culture that sometimes we're surrounded by so i just wanted to put that out there that is completely normal to have and not to think that god is judging you or that god doesn't love you anymore because you suddenly felt the sexuality yeah and i think it like you said it shouldn't be a sinful thing like it's a normal thing that i feel like we all go through it's hard for me to say like if you're a parent and you're listening and you have kids like do this because I'm not a mom and yeah. I'm not, you know, I can't relate on that mm-hmm. level. And you people are probably thinking like, well, you don't have kids. You don't understand mm-hmm. like what a teenager is like nowadays. But I feel like at the end of the day, like no matter if I'm a mom or not, just because I've been a teenager before, 
just be super clear with your kids and be yeah. understanding and loving with open arms of like, because that's when I feel like your kids will trust you mm-hmm. of, okay, I can talk to my mom about what this pulse is or yeah. I can talk about my mom about getting um, pubes down there or under my arms or you know what I mean? Yeah, so definitely. Because I remember when that happened to me, I remember feeling like something's wrong. Something's wrong with me because my parents never had that talk. So I honestly thought something was wrong down there and i don't think i really knew what it was until i was like in late high school so i thought i was pregnant so (laughs) (laughs) so there you go (laughs) let's end the podcast there that's all we needed to say (laughs) but um it's kind of like sugar some people say like it's bad for you and they don't ever give it to their children but if you talk about sugar and like what it is and you know the pros and the cons of it and how to use it the right way then that's I feel like that's the same sort of thing with sex yeah and I think you also have to like this is I'm basing everything off what my husband and I just (laughs) talked about a couple days ago but I asked him like what if your parents would have talked to you about like everything they kind of laid everything out the table like how would you've taken that and he said it's kind of hard for me to like say because i i just don't know Mm -hmm. but and that's a perfect like answer because i feel like we're also different like if my mom would have told me you know maybe probably not scared me maybe i would have done it you know you know what i mean like i think you have to base everything as a parent like depending how your child is can your child take a lot of information will they consume it in a positive way and not run with it or you know, maybe it's little by little, maybe it's by stages and ages. And, you know, maybe it's, you see your daughter covering herself up more, maybe going out to lunch and talking to her like, Hey, like, you know, I don't know. Or maybe they don't like that. (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like knowledge is power. So if you do give it to them, obviously if you give it to them all at once, it's really overwhelming because that's a lot. But like you're saying, like in stages, I feel like is really well, like when it's happening, you know, when it's supposed to be happening to your child then I feel like you should, you really should talk about it because I would have felt a lot better knowing that I was, that that was completely normal, you know, that my body was, that's just what happens, you know? As we get older, obviously, we start making out. (laughs) Yeah, this was, this is a hard stage in my life. (laughs) And, and that's it, like, there's no judgment here in Love Club. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No judgment at all, like, um... It's a normal thing to want to do things with guys. Like, guys, like, I just want to make that super clear to everyone that's listening that it, it's a normal thing. I don't think you need to, like, post it on Instagram and say, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just because we're comfortable, Des and I are uncomfortable about talking about this. But, you know, I had two relationships that were long term. Obviously, I wanted to do things with them. Like, I'm making out with them. I'm getting close to them. My hormones are going crazy at that time you know i would be lying if i said oh no i never wanted to do anything with them like i did you know and i'm sure they did too so it's just like this is such a like it needs to be i don't know not like a normal thing to talk about but also a thing that you shouldn't be looked down upon yeah not be shamed for feeling the way you do because again this is also another phase in your life that is completely normal it's completely normal to have those feelings the sex therapist that I was listening to, she said, overall, what you want to tell your children is what kind of sexual relationship do you desire to have one day? So if you think about it long term, if you're watching porn, is that going to help you get to a healthy relationship one day? If you're 
having sex um, before you're married, is that going to help you get to the relationship, the sexual relationship that you want to have one day? So I really liked that kind of mentality of, again, like with the whole sugar, sugar idea. I remember uh, Bishop kind of telling me the same, uh, along the same lines, something like that. Um, It was when Taylor and I were in like a YSA together and he said, my he he said that him and his wife don't use the word sex um he said i feel like that sex is such a lustful word he was like i like using love because it's so sacred and i'm making love with my wife and i'm showing her love and i that kind of always stuck to me because i'm not saying that sex is a bad word because that's his opinion but i i kind of like looking at it in that sense kind of like sex is could be lustful compared to love who are you making love to? Who do you want to make love to for eternity? Or, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. I kind of, I mean, sex is sex. Something else that the therapist said that I really liked, um, she said, there's a high value in saving your sexuality for someone you marry. I feel like at the end of the day, who do you, like, who are you making love to at the end of the day? You know, and it's, for me, it's obviously my husband. and And so... I want to, that moment is a very vulnerable moment. And we we talk about more about like more in depth of like sex and intimacy and all like Des said in our previous episode, um, season one of how we see it. So if you want to check that out and kind of listen to that in more in detail. But I just feel like, I don't know, it's just a very vulnerable state that you're in the bedroom with your, your spouse. Yeah, I like that. Um Something else I kind of just wanted to hit on was something that this sex therapist talked about. You know, like before, we kind of talked about this in our intimacy episode, but before we were married and we had like those like really strong desires, me with Adam and you with Taylor, like you just want to be one with them. And like you have like this really just this urge to to be with them sexually. And so the question that the therapist got is like, why is it like that? right before you're married but then once you do get married why does it like switch and like that desire isn't like fully there anymore and she says our sense of self is more important to us than our sexuality i really liked that that's just something that like i never learned about before and so i really liked it and i thought it'd be beneficial to our listeners just to kind of hear that because before we were married we had the sense of self and to have another person in our life and to have like that urge for them that was our self-expression, like wanting them and wanting to be one with them. That was a self-expression. And then when we got married, we feel like we're expected to have sex and we feel like we need to please our husband. So we feel like we're constantly giving. And she said like women especially, they have a hard like time being the receiver when it comes to sex. They're also giving you that pleasure Mm, yeah not us constant does that make sense yeah Mm -hmm. and i just i was like oh that that's like really good i like that a lot i was gonna say because satan's real (laughs) (laughs) he's real (laughs) he was real hard we had our sex puzzles (laughs) that we would do (laughs) and she was also saying a lot of us before we go before we ever have sex we've never explored like what it feels like down there because obviously we've never had sex as you go on in your marriage like you learn what you like you know and that's when it becomes pleasurable and especially when you do have it first for the first time it can hurt at least i know it did for me and it did hurt for a while to have sex so 
in our head, it kind of becomes more of a, again, like we're pleasing him. It also kind of like gives us anxiety because it hurts or thinking of like the physical aspect of it and not about the intimacy and the love aspect of it. I think for me, like I'm putting myself in this whole situation that you're just talking about, like, and I, it's completely 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a woman's, one of the biggest things that we have is our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so we're so vulnerable and loving and serviceful, the mo- mm-hmm. serviceful the mother instinct of like, we're going to help anyone. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that comes into play a lot Definitely. in like the bedroom is that I personally, Kim, 100% rather like my husband feel the pleasure than mm-hmm. than I do. Yes. Like, because I want to make him happy. Yes. And I mean, he gives it to me too, but I I rather him get the 100% like, you know, all of the satisfaction out of it because I want him to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I just like, when she said that, I was like, wow. And I feel like just knowing that it can help you just think like I also deserve to feel pleasure and I also deserve to be the receiver as well because like we're both equals we both deserve that pleasure and we both deserve that love and it's not that the guys don't want to give it to us but um I feel like Adam's really good at making sure that like I am feeling pleasure he is like very communicative when we are having sex making sure that we're both feeling it yeah I love that I feel like that's such an important thing like communication within within making love and mm-hmm. stuff so um but i think what was it what is i gonna freaking say <laughs> i was gonna say something and it completely went out of my mind oh i was gonna say it came back to me um that taylor and i actually have like these check-ins i mean mm-hmm. we do it we communicate during the bedroom but we check in like sometimes when we're on walks i'm like hey like and it's super casual, like nothing like super awkward or anything. Cause I think we're, cause we're used to it, but I would ask him like, is there anything that I'm doing wrong or anything that you don't like? Um, like, how do you think our sex life is? And we'll talk about it. And it's kind of cool and interesting, the conversations that we kind of talk about. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it something that maybe you guys can try within your marriage or your significant other that you're with. And so, because it's brought up like things that I, because I, should receive like you said does like i f- i should feel i should be okay stepping up and saying i don't like this or you know what i mean mm-hmm. so because i want to receive and my husband wants me to receive because yeah. if i asked him that question or like he would probably say well i want you 100 percent to feel the satisfaction yeah. of all of it so i don't know i think those little check-ins are like good but yeah. i feel like especially since the guys do feel pleasure a lot easier than we can yeah, it can get it. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like a guy <laughs> can get there faster than a girl. Yes, yes. It, t- it might take us like 30 minutes or like longer compared to a guy. It's like just a couple yeah. seconds or yeah. minutes or whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. But I just love, I just totally love that. I think in the end, just I hope people know, like if you're not married and, you know, you are a part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or even if you're just Christian and you feel like, there's this culture that um surrounds sex and is in a negative way that sex is actually super positive and it's a gift and it's something you know very special i'm glad you brought that up um because obviously i didn't grow up in the church and so that looked a little different for me you know like sex was sex was a like a 
topic that was brought up a lot in my house you know my mom would do those check-ins with me and be like are you having sex do you need me to go take you birth control you know like i don't want you to get with the scares in there the jabs of scares in there but um i think parents in the church rely on like church information a lot and which is a great thing like um but i think also like don't just rely on that. There's so much more that you can talk to your child about. And I think that's where Taylor comes from is that I think his parents relied a lot on like tiptoeing around the subject and they raised him great. Like they raised all the, their, his siblings are like angels. But I think also like, I don't want to say the church makes it like um, a fearful like topic, but I feel like it's almost like sheltered. Yes perfect yeah sheltered and it's like in a bubble and it's like Mm -hmm. the law of chastity and like sex like in this little bubble like Mm -hmm. you know and so i feel like which isn't talked about enough yes Mm -hmm. i feel like it's not a bad thing how they present it but i also think it's not enough information like Mm -hmm. let's burst that bubble and talk about it yeah because when you do get married and you step out of that bubble it's like wait what what now you know yeah and and Again, it's, like, not the church's responsibility to, like, and I'm talking about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because we both attend that religion and we're both very active and love being a part of it, but I think... And that's what I feel like, you know, the difference between the church and the culture, the Mm -hmm. culture of it. Yeah. The culture is very sheltered. Yes. Thank you. But I just feel like it's not the church's responsibility, but I also feel like it can be talked about a little bit more, and I think the parents parents rely on that a little bit too much and i think it just needs to be stopped being tiptoed i think Mm -hmm. we just live in a different time and maybe it worked 20 years ago or 30 years ago whatever but at this time it's like you turn around and you see nips like (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i don't know like i feel like that's even like come across into my generation just like for me myself like i feel like i'm tiptoeing in this episode too like am i gonna say the wrong thing like should i be quiet like is this okay but i feel like it really does need to be talked about like somebody needs to talk about it because if not who well that's like you probably can tell in my voice that i'm like okay what should i say like how can i say (laughs) like because i don't want to make the church seem like a bad because it's not at all but i just feel like it's just like such a i'm even in the little bubble like but i just want to like pop it so yes well even then it's not just like our religion it's so many other religions yeah. out there, you know, that are keeping it very sheltered or, you know, um, being very shameful about it. So it happens everywhere. Yeah, it it does. And sex is such a normal thing. I'm not, we're not advertising to go have yeah. sex or anything, but I think. But just to have that like knowledge. Yeah, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> That's where we're end it. Peace. <laughs> too good but yeah yeah (laughs) any questions (laughs) just kidding (laughs) no i really do love talking about this because i feel like i don't know when we do these podcast episodes i don't know if you feel this way but i feel like i just chat about topics that like just need to be talked about and or like i want to talk about and no one talks to me about this (laughs) yeah definitely so i kind of just yeah so I'm glad we had this chat. (laughs) We're glad you guys had this chat with us. And we'll see you next week.
<laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> she said peace out um yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say love club's birthday i mean uh how we see a birthday's coming up is that already oh, really? i'm crying kids <laughs> 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 really crying <laughs> happy birthday to how we see it today yeah. is our birthday yep <laughs> we should have started the freaking podcast episode what like the that heck? today's Edith. our birthday <laughs> we just like shut off the whole like, <laughs> wow how that special crazy? that it like released today on our birthday we you know what we should have done favorite memories of how we see <laughs> we should have we'll do that on our story yeah um do you remember when we how we started should we tell the new <laughs> new love club members <laughs> let's tell them do you even know <laughs> yeah i remember being in a parking lot and you texted me oh yeah okay so well, what was your side of it so i had this impression I, I i listened to a lot of podcasts and i was like oh des and i can totally do this and so i was thinking about it and i was like no she didn't think i'm crazy i'm not gonna like text her about it and then the next day i remember i was laying in my bed i was cuddled up in a blanket and i was like I'm going to text her and see what she says. Like we, I just like a funny, like kind of throwing it out there. We should start a podcast. And she said, you chime in. (laughs) What did I say? I was thinking the same thing, right? Yeah. You said, no way. I was thinking the same thing. And I wanted to tell you, you said, but I felt like you're going to think I was weird or something. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Basically exactly what happened. Cause I was sitting in the parking lot listening to a podcast and i was thinking the exact same thing literally i had the thought and then i looked down and kim had texted me that and i was like oh meant to be so yeah and so then i text you text you and i said meant to be like we have to do this and then we started like for real yeah like let's do this yeah and And we immediately like we're searching for microphones names taking pictures like we were immediately yeah we had like this whole list of names in our in our notes i wonder if we still have it but we had a bunch of names and i don't even know how we got down to our how we see it i don't know how did we you did (laughs) (laughs) does is the brains and the knowledge and everything behind how we see it (laughs) somehow we got down to the name how we see it and i feel like it's been perfect ever since and i think it's fit like I'm super thankful that we named the podcast How We Say It just because I feel like it's such a perfect, like, it's a perfect name. It's perfect. <laughs> We're going to trademark it because if anyone, anyone comes at it, I'm just kidding. People are already coming at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but no, it was that. We took pictures. Um, My sister-in-law has even been sending, like, um snapchats from when we were taking like video remember like with the balloons and stuff oh yeah and she was there and she was like taking behind the scenes pictures and so she was sending those and i was like yeah such a special like i remember going to target and doing all that jazz and wow we rented out a studio my cousin who's a photographer came and took pictures of us wow we went all out yeah we, we did, did it so quick too yeah I remember everyone thinking that we were going to do hats. Yes. We kind of like did like a little sneak peek the day before. And we're like, we're going to do something cool. Like, guess what we're doing? And people thought we were re- releasing um, some hats. And which we, we did. We did. <laughs> you saw, first saw the future. First saw. Yeah. yeah. 
anyway but happy birthday happy birthday it's not just happy i'm proud of yeah, us i know hashtag love club yes now we have like a you know when you see brands collab like h&m and Haley beaver or like i don't know yes, if that's like yeah. a true but it's like how we see it x love club yes definitely <laughs> i'm proud of us honestly i know that we've like stuck to it we're here if you're an og and you're listening to this <laughs> if you're an og and you know we love you i know yeah anyway thanks for coming along with this journey with us and yeah love ya <laughs> yeah see ya Teza has been trying to say <laughs> bye the past 10 minutes <laughs> okay bye <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.